This episode of Little Bit of Life podcast is sponsored by Eve's Essentials. Eve's Essentials is dedicated to providing customers with 100% natural, luxurious soap and bath products. You should never have to choose between your health and a luxurious bath experience. And you shouldn't have to compromise on either. You deserve both. I found this company and sent over an order request for their Lemoncello Sugar Scrub. Let me tell you, from someone who enjoys a nice, relaxing, stress-free bubble bath every single night to wind down, this is the now staple within my bathtub. It smells like that great summer day where you just have that great dessert as a child, but the sugar scrub is even more exfoliating, but gentle and light at the same time. Make sure you check them out on Instagram at eves.essentialsnatural, or check out their website in order today at evesessentials.com. Welcome to Little Bit of Life podcast with your host, Tabitha, better known as Little. A lot of you may know her from social media, but Little is shown off the apps. Dedicated to having the real, raw, and occasional chats about what we seem to think, but don't say. Special guests will join in along the way that have impacted her in a profound way. Very little is left off limits. So sit back, enjoy, and here's your host. Hey guys, welcome in another episode, a little bit of life podcast with little. This episode is not only going to be for women and it's not just for moms. So I know I have a lot of male listeners on here. Keep going, stay with us. This is also for you. Someone out there is going to get something from this episode. I have an amazing guest on with me today. Her name is Ashley. If you talk about a female that is a powerhouse that is doing it all while still maintaining the life, the wife, the mom, and still finding her self-love as well. This is the epitome. I'm so excited to have her on today. Ashley, welcome on. How are you doing today? I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here today with you. I'm very excited because with your social media, and I've heard a lot of different podcasts and just speaking events that you've been at, you are making your career and your dream a reality while still having a great life, but wanting more. And I think that's so important in society as women. We have this expectation of if my life seems to be great and everything is going perfect, I shouldn't need or desire to want more. And that's something that is healthy and it's okay to have that desire. Yeah. You know, I I, I love teaching people and just showing people that the biggest threat to a great life is a good life. And truly, I had a really, really good life before I kind of got started on my journey with entrepreneurship and just taking my life next level, as I like to call it. Um, We really were living our dreams. My husband and I were were living the life that we had always aspired it to be. Um, And we were very, very comfortable. But I truly believe when you surround yourself with the right people and you're surrounded by people just doing incredible things in this world, making an impact. Um, offering awesome value and just showing other people what's possible, you start to want more for your life too. And really that's how it started for me. I started to surround myself with next level people doing really extraordinary things in this world. But most importantly, they were just ordinary people like you and I doing extraordinary things. And so just to inspire people Mm -hmm. that, you know, don't get comfortable in the good because there's always better out there. It's just a matter of 
making that choice, making that decision, and truly waking up every single day and living out your purpose. With moms that are listening, and I know I have a lot of followers, I just uploaded just kind of a little sneak peek of this episode today. And it was all the way across the board with a poll of so many mothers, 98% of those in this poll said, I want a career. My life goal was to be a stay-at-home mom, but now my career and my opportunities have shifted. But so many women said because of that shift and because of that desire, they almost feel guilty of not being a stay-at-home mom anymore and thinking that they have failed at that because they want a career inside or outside the home. Did you feel that way when you decided like, I went from a stay-at-home mom, which is what I wanted to do, to, okay, now I feel like there's something else that I need for my purpose as a woman? Yes, absolutely. And I love that question so much because this is something so near and dear to my heart is just showing specifically women, because that's my story, but men and women that we can have both. And in today's world, today's society, it is really hard for us as parents to be the parent we want to be, be present for all of the things with our kids, but still have a career and not only have a career, but excel at our careers, right? And it's this balance between the two that I think so many people struggle with and ultimately one or the other suffers. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, while there's never going to be that perfect balance and, you know, something has to give and take at certain times in your life, there's certain stages during life that, you know, maybe one thing's more important than another. But ultimately, the bottom line is we can have both. Like in today's society, there are so many ways to create a good living for ourselves, have success, make a lot of money um, while still being present parents, right? And I, I, I've learned that through the years, um, because my husband and I are brick and mortar business owners, we've owned a car dealership for the last 13 years. And so the last six years, I've been an entrepreneur doing my own thing in the network marketing space while being a stay at home mom of three young kids. And so I kind of have insight on the similarities, the differences, the pros and cons between both having a brick and mortar business, being that type of business owner and being an entrepreneur in the space of, you know, network marketing or other type of entrepreneurship that people, you know, take. But for me personally, I, I was a former paralegal and once I had children, I knew that I always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. And so, yeah, I shifted from being in the workspace, being a successful career woman to now being a stay-at-home mom. And while that was my dream and I loved it so much, I still love it to this day, what happened was being the high performer that I am and always have been, no matter how much I loved being a stay-at-home mom, I craved more. Like, I just wanted more. I wanted more purpose. I wanted to create more impact. I wanted income again. You know, like our car dealership is very successful. And my husband and I have a wonderful relationship where I never felt as if it wasn't mine or financially I wasn't a part of what we were bringing into our family. But just that desire for 
more for yourself, right? Like I needed more purpose. I needed more passion, honestly. And, you know, I feel like a lot of stay-at-home moms feel that. Like we love being a stay-at-home mom so much. And sometimes we feel guilt with wanting more, but there's nothing wrong with that. And there's so many positive things that come along with that. One being empowering our children, showing them that we can be there for them as a mom, but also them seeing this powerful, successful, driven mom that they can can now look up to also. I feel, I love how you kind of incorporate that with your children because you are the role model. You are kind of like the hub of the home is always what I like to say about the mothers. And especially if you have a daughter or you have a son, your children look up to you and see your hard work ethic and they want to aspire to be like you. But also that comes into play with your partnership. So how is it that for listeners, how do you communicate that to your partner in a loving and respectful way that you get the support without having to feel guilty from leaving your children, but also leaving the home from your partner and wanting to have a career? Yeah. You know, I always say like marriage is hard. I feel like, you know, we're in the social media space where we see everyone's highlight reels and there's nothing wrong with that because we really don't want to come to social media and see all negativity. We don't want to hear everybody's sob stories. It's really not the place for that. But I feel Mm -hmm. like we do need to be real and raw and authentic while still being positive and just really sharing our hardships in a way to inspire, not to, you know, fill our feeds with negativity um, and woe is me. But I feel like we so often see everyone's highlight reels and we compare ourselves to that. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe people see, you know, marriages and partnerships and relationships and they're like, wow, they're perfect. They have it all together. And I'm here to tell you, nobody is perfect. Nobody has it all together. It takes work. It takes communication. And honestly, it just takes consistency. And so my husband and I, We've been married for 12 years, but we're high school sweethearts. We've been together for over 20 years. We literally grew up together, started dating when we were 15 years old. And so it has been an evolution for us. Like where we are today is not where we started. And, you know, so often people see the success, but not the struggle. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, just knowing that there's a a lot of different layers to people's stories and just honoring that. And I always want to show people and kind of inspire people that where we are today takes work. And like you said, just really partnership and, you know, creating that communication of what are your dreams and aspirations? What are my dreams and aspirations? And how can we work together to help one another grow into the person we want to be, right? Because, you know, just because you're married and have a family, we have three kids, they're now nine, seven, and five. That doesn't mean you ever have to give up who you want to be, what your dreams and passions are. You know, a partnership is all about compromise and communication and how do we create a future together with both of us becoming the people we want to be. And so, um, you know, my husband's dream was always to be a business owner and he is loves the car industry. He grew up in the car industry and that was his passion and he always wanted to be a, a business owner. And so I, at the time that we were starting that business, took on so many roles at home to compensate for him starting that business. And that's what marriage and partnership is all about. There's going to be times where one person is growing more than the other and the other one needs to, you know, 
help out in whatever way needs to be done. And, you know, for me, when I started as an entrepreneur six years ago, there was a lot of things that I was taking off with that he needed to pick up some slack that, you know, I needed help with. And so that's what it's truly all about is supporting each other's dreams because we are all different. Like my dreams and aspirations aren't always going to be the same as my husband's. You know, he has passions, he has hobbies that are far different than mine, but we also have a lot of the same values and dreams and goals together. Obviously, that's why we're in a marriage. That's why we're in a partnership. That's why we work together. And, you know, we have Mm -hmm. dreams for our family. But, um, you know, when he was starting his business, and I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. We started having kids. That was our journey. I, you know, he's working six days a week, 12-hour days. And I was home alone with young kids. And, you know, it can become lonely. It can become extremely lonely. But I really think just belief is truly what separates people. So like having that belief and faith of what is going to be before it actually comes to fruition is how people actually get there because people quit. So many people quit Mm -hmm. right before that magic happens and they don't even know how great it's going to be. So, you know, just really persevering through that hard time um, of just, you know, creating that balance with your partner of going after your dreams, you know, so being home alone with three kids, as a stay-at-home mom, it was hard. It was really hard. And then when I decided that I wanted more and network marketing came into my life and I I realized that this was going to be the vehicle for me to be a stay-at-home mom, continue being a stay-at-home mom, but be able to fulfill my dreams and start a career and, you know, help impact people while making an income, you know, that was a beautiful thing. And so when I shared that was my dreams and passions and he was there to support me all along the way and he has. It's all about balance and it's about respect and support. So going into that first topic of balance, how do you balance being this amazing wife and you're you're attending to your husband and your husband's tending to you? You're also tending to three children, both in and out of the house and like your social media shows, sports and school and all of these planning, and then also balancing a career at the same time. What would you say is the hardest part for those that might be getting ready to just take that jump and just do it? So I will say it is hard. Like you said, it is hard. It's not easy, but we get to choose our hard. And for me, going to a job, working for somebody else and not being home with my kids, that's way harder than what I do. So I'll choose my hard any day of the week. So, you know, people need to understand that, you know, if we go through life doing all of the easy things, we will have a hard life. If you are willing Mm -hmm. to do the hard things, you will have an easier life. And it is so true. You know, success comes with hardships. Success comes with failure. They go hand in hand. It is not a straight line up at all. Not even close. It is literally bends and turns and backwards and forwards and so many failures to get you to success. But like I said, if that's your dream, if that's your vision, you're willing to do those hard things. Mm hmm. With the industry that you went into, and I've heard this on a lot of podcasts, you've never dreamed that you would be where you are now, but you wanted it so badly. And that's the key. If you want something bad enough and it's a dream that you have, like she said, you have to do the hard work so that you can get to that easy part where one, you can be proud of how far you've come. And two, you can actually reap what you've been working so hard for. For those that don't know anything about you, a top 100 global 
earner. That is incredible. How did you get started from that moment of, I'm ready to do this, I'm ready to kind of jump into the deep end to where you are now? That's truly incredible. Yeah. So I always say that network marketing found me. I certainly did not find network marketing. So when I got started, I really didn't even know what network marketing was. So I had some friends on social media that were involved in some network marketing companies, um, using the products, loving them and sharing them. But I didn't really know anybody who had made a career out of network marketing. I didn't know anybody who was um, creating a substantial amount of income. I truly just knew people who used and loved some products from different companies and would share what they love, just like we share anything we love, right? Like I'm an avid reader. When I read a book that I absolutely love, I'm the first to share. You know, if my husband and I go to a restaurant for date night that was like absolutely delicious, I will let everybody know. So, you know, just that natural, like some people are just natural connectors. You know, when we do something that we enjoy or like, we want to show other people what's out there, right? And so I was connected with some people like that, but I did de definitely didn't know anybody who was doing incredible things in the industry as far as earning income. And so I um, met a beautiful woman one day in the nail salon while getting my nails done. We just happened to sit next to one another. And it comes to find, I came to find out that she is one of the top leaders in the entire industry. Um, I didn't know that at the time. She was a complete stranger and we didn't even talk about network marketing or the company that she was aligned with at all. We just got to know one another. We really just had a great conversation. We got to know one another. Um, and I thought she was amazing. And so what happened was she connected with me on social media because what do we do these days? You know, you meet somebody out, mm -hmm. you want to keep in touch with them. And so we connected on social media and really the rest is history. She introduced me to the products. We're aligned with Isogenics. She introduced me to the products that they offer. It's a nutrition company and um, I'm very into health and wellness. I always have been. Um, I grew up as an avid athlete, played division one college soccer. Um, and so I was already aligned with health and wellness. And at that time I had a one and three-year-old and really what I was looking for was energy. I was an absolutely exhausted new mom. Um, and I wanted convenient nutrition. So I wanted convenience, you know, like I just was barely keeping my head above water most days and prepping a healthy meal was like the last thing I wanted to do <laughs> most days. So she gave me a solution for more energy and healthy, convenient meals um, through protein shakes. And I was sold. I was like, yes, sign me up. Let me try these products. I'd love to try them. And so that's how my journey started. I tried the products and quickly fell in love with them. And like anything else, like I said, I just started sharing them with people, you know, just like anything else I would use and love. And one thing led into another. And so, like I said, network marketing found me. I did not find network marketing, but I quickly realized what could come of this opportunity because what happened was when I started sharing, a lot of people started, you know, being interested in trying these products. And not only were they interested in trying the products, they were having incredible results on the products. And so one thing led to another. And, you know, it's it, what happens is, you know, I feel like we get opportunities thrown at us all the time. We mm -hmm. have to be willing to take a hold of them, right? So, I saw an opportunity 
I was very aligned with partnering with a health and wellness company. Um, and so I just took a hold of it and it was just, you know, it was an evolution. It, for me, it was slow and steady wins the race. And, you know, like I said, at that time I had a one and three year old, a couple of months after I got started, I got pregnant with my third baby. He was born. I had four kids, four years old and younger. So I had a four-year-old, a two-year-old and a newborn. And it was the craziest, busiest season of my life. But what happened was I started making a difference in other people's lives. And that impact was undeniable what it was doing for me as a person. And I knew that I would never. We always go into almost this career mindset of, I want to do this for me. And I think this would be a good choice for me. And I think it's that that unexplainable shift when you realize I'm doing this and helping other people. This is what I was meant to do. And it just builds you up and just drives you to do better and desire more because you want to help as many people as possible. So for listeners, if you think, you know what, maybe I want to take this jump or I have this opportunity. She met this amazing person without even knowing in a nail salon. And because you're choosing to talk to somebody and you're choosing to kind of go out on a limb, nothing is impossible. There is no boundary that you cannot get through. I love how you said that you went on date night. I think that's crucial too, because you can still have a career. You can still be a mom, but you can also still be, you can shut your brain off and you can just have a date night with your partner. I think that's very important because a lot of stay-at-home moms feel, you know, I'm here during the day, I'm lonely, I'm here for my kids, I'm here for my husband, but it's crucial that you don't lose sight of yourself as well in your marriage, in your household. So with your social media and you're traveling a lot with work, how does that work out with having date night and still having that family feel, but still being so successful in your business at the same time? Yeah, you know what? I'm it's remaining connected to your partner is so important because everything we do in life falls and rises on our relationships, relationships with our partner, relationships with our friends. You know, the more stress and distress you have in your life, it will a hundred percent affect all areas of your life. So if you want to excel at anything you're doing, having easy flow through your life is important. And I'm not saying, again, that everything is perfect. And I'm not saying that, you know, there's no arguments and there's no friction because of course we're all human and that's natural. It's how we work through it. And so for me, this season of life with young kids and any moms or dads listening to this, you can relate that your relationship is harder work when we have kids. And why I say that is because so much of our attention is divided in so many different ways that prior to having kids, it was just him and I, or you know, you and your spouse, you and your partner. When you start to have children, it's your attention is divided. You are distracted in other ways. There's way more going on in life. There's crazier schedules. There's more things to do. And so we have to make a commitment and plan out things like date night. You know, we got to put it on the calendar just like we would put a business meeting mm -hmm. on the calendar. Um, what you focus on grows. If you don't make your relationship a priority, it's not going to grow. And, you know, it's really important, especially with high achievers, 
too high achievers. You know, I mentioned I was a division one athlete. My husband was too. We both went to college <laughs> on scholarships to play division one sports. We've always been high achievers our whole life. Then he opens up a car business that's highly successful. You know, we're business minded. We're highly successful people, high achievers. We can get caught up in the go, 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 go mentality. It is so important to become grounded and reconnect as often as possible. And so, you know, date nights are important and just sharing again, as we evolve as individuals, sharing that with one another communication, like what are my dreams and aspirations? What are your dreams and aspirations? How's your business going? How's my business going? What do we see for, you know, our kids and our family in the next few months? Like, what do we want to do as a family? And just having that uninterrupted conversation without three little kids, you know, like always interrupting us. So it's so important. And we try our hardest to really stick to that commitment. With how successful you are, and I'm so impressed by everything that you post because you're vulnerable and you're showing all of the sides of of your life. And that's something you've really opened up to social media, which I know is really hard to do because you get a lot of invasive comments and people that are nosy. Um, my question is always with success and Do you have certain goals? Do you have like a six-month goal, a year goal, a two-year goal on your own? Or do you do that more with your partner as a team? So I feel like we have our own goals just because we have our own businesses. So his goals for his business are different than my goals for my business because what we do is totally different. You know, I'm in the health and wellness space with a network marketing company, and he is a brick and mortar business owner in the car dealers in like the car industry, you know, so what we do is totally different. So his goals are different than mine for sure. But we 100% have goals together. Like, what are we working hard for? You know, like, um, for example, a couple years ago, we redid our basement. So that was a huge financial goal for us that year. Okay, we're going to redo our basement. I mean, it was a huge project and it was a huge investment financially. And that was a goal for us together. Last year, we bought a dream beach house. Like that has been a goal for us for years together financially. You know, things that we are working on together to create a future for our family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this year we are, you know, our dream is to buy a house in the mountains. And so we have dreams and goals and aspirations that we've had for the last 12 years we've been married, you know, that are constantly evolving and that we are always talking about with one another. So while I have my own goals and he has his own goals, we a hundred percent have goals for our family. And I always say like, when you attach a something to a financial goal. So it's one thing to say, like, you know, for maybe somebody just starting out, I remember when my, one of my biggest, one of my first biggest financial goals for me starting as an entrepreneur was to make six figures. Like I remember years ago, I was like, oh, I just want to make six figures. It's one thing to say, okay, I want to be a six-figure earner, but what are you then going to do with that money? Why do you want to be a six-figure earner? What do you want? How do you want to contribute? Where is that money going to go? What are you going to do with that money? When you attach a goal with something emotional, it is like so much easier to hit that goal because you're emotionally invested now. So, you know, years ago, like I said, when my goal was to, to redo my basement, I was emotionally invested to this 
beautiful basement that we were going to create for my kids, for my family. We were going to host our friends, family. You create this emotional attachment to it. You're going to wake up every morning with a lot more passion and excitement to work towards this goal because you see what's going to come from this goal. Mm -hmm. You know, when we bought our beach house last year, it was a dream come true. Like I was hustling my butt off (laughs) to create that reality for our family. You know, like when you have an emotional, attachment to what you're actually going to do with this money, it is just so much easier to become invested in really hitting that goal. For listeners that are keeping track of everything she's saying, I really hope if you're driving, pull over, write this down, jot it down. If you're listening at home, type it out on a computer or in your phone. The main word that Ashley continues to use is evolve. Just because you have an idea and you have an end goal, it can be broader than you ever imagined. And like she said, put emotion behind something. It's going to drive you further to get to that end goal. Once you reach that end goal, I feel like that's almost how humans are wired. We always look from point A to point B. But there's so much more past point B. Keep going. And just because you've reached one goal, make another goal. Make something that you know is reachable. I think that's also very important. When those of us are going into a career, it's great to think big. But if you constantly set up different goals that you know you'll never be able to reach, you're just going to get upset. You're going to get frustrated. And you're going to give up and quit. And you have to make small goals that are attainable. And then as as she said, as you evolve, then your goals and looking forward in the future can just get bigger and bigger and bigger without a cutoff period. Absolutely. And I I love that, you know, success, like you've never made it. Like there is no finish line to success. It is just, you know, when you reach your goals and you hit a milestone, it's a stepping stone onto your next goal, onto your next milestone. You know, when you reach goals, it just proves to yourself of what you're capable of. And if you did that, you are capable of so much more. You know, I remember, like I said, when my goal was to be a six figure earner and it wasn't so much the money, it was what we could do with that money. It was the freedom that I could create for my family. It was the financial wall that I could create around my family as a six-figure earner, how I could contribute, the breathing room that I could give my husband, because prior to me starting my entrepreneurship, we were a one-income household. You know, my dream was to be a stay-at-home mom. It was our dream together for me to be a stay-at-home mom for our kids. So to create that breathing room for my husband and not have to be the sole provider for our family, there was so much emotion involved in becoming a six-figure earner. It wasn't about the money. It was what I could do with that money. And then once I hit that goal, I was like, wow, okay, what's next? Like Mm -hmm. you never stop. It's empowering. When you reach these goals, you become so empowered. You feel like you are 10 feet tall and bulletproof and you think you can take on the world and you create these bigger goals, these bigger milestones, you know, things that you never even imagined were possible. But like you said, creating practical goals, stepping stones to create this big vision is so important because if it's not attainable, if it's not practical, you feel like a failure. You're constantly missing the mark because it's too big of a goal too quickly and it becomes really, really miserable. You're not having fun. You're just discouraged all the time. And so creating those attainable goals, like you said, Mm -hmm. is absolutely a game changer. You have to create goals that you're going to accomplish with hard work with consistency, but you have to create those goals in order to have that bigger vision. And then once I became a six-figure earner, it was like, wow, okay, now, you know, I dream of 
being a seven figure earner and, you know, and it's, and it's happening and it's, you know, you, you remember the days where you couldn't even imagine your life today as it is. And it is. And so I sit here today and I imagine my life becoming what I envision it to be. And I know it's going to happen because it's already happened, Mm -hmm. right? Like if it's already happened for you, it will continue happening with the same vision, the same hard work, the same consistency, the same discipline. It's just a matter of time. Mm -hmm. Take us years back to when you first started. If you had to say what your biggest fear was going into this, what would it have been? I think everybody's biggest fear is failure, right? I think when we try new things and not only try new things, but we see people around us maybe passing us, maybe going faster, maybe climbing the ranks quicker. Um, And our biggest fear is failure. But the only way to fail is to quit. Mm -hmm. Literally the only way to fail is to quit. And I don't know if it was like my athlete mentality or just my desire to prove people wrong. I don't know, but quitting was never an option for me. Like it literally was never even on the table. I knew to my core that I would never quit. Like I knew that. And that's the only way to fail. So I think, you know, yeah, my biggest fear was to be a failure, you know, to not do well. Like I'm used to doing well at things that I try. And, you know, if I want to try something new, I put a lot of work into it. It's just, you know, who I am. And so, yeah, I excel. And this was no different. Like I said, it was a slow and steady wins the race. It was a crazy busy season of life. And I was a stay-at-home mom. As crazy as that sounds, people are like, wait, you've built this incredible business while being a stay-at-home mom to three young kids. And I'm just like, yes, Mm -hmm. I did. And truly, I saw other people around me doing the same exact thing. And I just told myself, if they can do it, so can I. Mm -hmm. You know, like we have to be inspiration for one another. Um, You know, I tell other women in my life, I tell my team all the time, I have a mentorship program and I tell people that that I lead and mentor that, you know, we are not in the same race. Like you and I, we're not in the same race. Like, just clap for her, cheer her on. Like it's you versus you. Your only competition is being better than you were yesterday. So often people get caught up in this competitive mindset, like, and it takes them out of the game. If you're so worried about what other people are doing, you are completely derailed. Your mind isn't where it needs to be. And you're never going to see the success that you're striving for, you know? Stop being competitive. Like, just cheer other people on. When you put abundance out into the world, abundance is going to come back. Mm -hmm. I love that. Practice leads to perfection. I played sports growing up, and I would always get frustrated, and I would just always get let down. I would always see those other girls on the team, and I'm like, she's faster than I am. Her legs are longer than mine. She's able to get that goal faster. She's driven. But I was always raised, stop worrying about what's in your neighbor's bowl and worry about what is in your own bowl. Because when you start practicing, just because you go out in a career and let's say you don't hit a home run the first time, it's okay. You didn't fail. It's just a lesson. And it's something that you can learn from and then keep proceeding on. I think that's key. And you've talked about that, that there is no such thing as failure. You have to keep going. And I think with social media being so massive in our day-to-day life as women, we're comparing ourselves, how we look, how we dress, how we parent, what we drive. We're so in this rat race of comparison that like she said, you have to take yourself out of that competitive game 
because you're in a game with yourself. At the end of the day, your goal is only going to get how much you put into it. And your career is only going to be as good as you put into it and you make it. It's just like a relationship. It's only going to get better if you do the work and you meet yourself halfway. So with your company, what would you say to, let's say there's a mom that's listening right now. And she's just sitting there going, yep, Ashley did it. I can't do it. There's no way that I can do it. Because I know that's the mentality that's going in women's heads right now. Well, she's the exception to the rule. What would you say to a mom that's thinking that right this second? So I just say, you know, let other people be your inspiration. Like for me, when I first got started, I looked at other women on my team that were stay-at-home moms creating incredible incomes for their families and incredible impact to people around them. And like I said, I literally told myself, if she can do it, so can I. Like, I am no different than anybody listening. I am no different than anyone else. I'm just an ordinary person that was committed to doing extraordinary things like so many of us want to do it, you know, but you just have to make a commitment. You have to decide each and every day that you are going to step into your commitment. You're going step into your passion and you're going to make that choice. Being your own boss isn't always easy. You need serious discipline to really stay the course, right? Because we wake up, you know, I always say like even the most successful people are a lot of times not motivated. I wake up a lot, like not totally motivated, Mm -hmm. but it's discipline. It's the discipline and the actions. And the way you get discipline is reminding yourself every single day what your vision is. What is your vision and what is your mission? Why are you doing Doing what you're doing. If you don't know why you want to do something, you're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. You have to know what your why is, what your vision is. You know, for me, it was to create financial freedom for my family. For me, it was to create more purpose and passion for myself. For me, it was to create impact and income. For me, it was to help other women aspire to be more, to show other people that they can have more in life. You know, I could not show other people how to have the success that my husband and I had with a car dealership. It wasn't an option. I couldn't show them how to live the life we were living. You know, they didn't have the money to invest. They didn't have the the skill set. It was an overhead that most people could never, ever dream of having. But here in the industry that I am in, I can show people exactly how to do what I do. You know, that was my why to create. There's plenty of success to go around. I want to help other people create the same success my family has had. You know, I want to show people how to create more income because it's not about the income. Money is the vehicle, but with more money, with more income, creates more choice. When you have more choice, it creates more happiness. Money is the vehicle for happiness. Now, how you use money is up to you, but if you use it the right way, you will create choice. You will create happiness. Everything will flow easier around you. I can't show people how to create more money, more income, more impact through owning a car dealership, but in network marketing, I can. And so that was my why. My why was to create the freedom that I have for other people to show them them how to do that. And so, you know, just having that why, having that vision, having that mission at the forefront each and every day is what's going to get you there. So, you know, I, it's a mindset. It's truly a mindset. And 
I tell people, you know, like you said, for women that are listening or men that are listening and they're saying like, I, I, I can't do that. You know, I want people to look at me and say, if Ashley did it, I can too, mm-hmm. because that's what I did. I looked at other people around me and I said, if they can do it, so can I have the belief in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to believe in you. It starts with yourself. So just having that belief, having that blind faith, anything great came with risk. If you're not willing to take the risk, you're not going to find the greatness. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be willing to take a chance, to take the risk in order to see what's on the other side. Mm -hmm. It's a mental mindset. If you look at the impossible as impossible, you can never turn it to make it possible for yourself. And I mean, I grew up as as an only child. My mom worked all the time. There were times she worked two jobs. Was it something that I looked at it as she's not here like the other moms? No, I looked up to that. And now being in my 30s, it's always this desire that I want more. I'm doing good, but I want to be great. And once I get to great, I want to get even better. There's no stopping point. I think with so many women that have this career mindset, they've also kind of come into this balance of, I need to choose. And that's why we have you on today. There is no choice. You can have both. You can have everything that you could possibly want and desire. It's how hard you work at it, but also keeping that self-love. I think self-love is very important. Like you said, you are your biggest cheerleader and you can have a great support system, but maybe going out into that career world, they're going to stop you and they're going to say, no, being a stay-at-home mom is what you wanted. And that's okay, but you can still have and want more. And that's why we have Ashley on today. You can do as much as you want and it's okay. Yes, you might feel a little guilty. That's just part of it, but it's that mental mindset and just train yourself that if you fall, you have to get back up. You have to keep going because you're never going to go from point A to point B with no changes. That's what makes us stronger. And that's what makes the desire come out even more in us when we are just tried and we're just tired. I mean, so many of us are so tired at the end of the day that I think that's also the fear These women, I don't have the time in my day. How am I going to find the time between being a mother and, you know, running a household? If you want something bad enough, you'll make it fit. You'll have to compromise and it'll all work out at the end. Absolutely. We prioritize whatever we find value in, in our life, you know, and I love being a stay-at-home mom. I still am. Like I said, when I started with Isogenics, my kids were three and one. Now they're nine, seven, and five. And so, you know, I have been a stay-at-home mom throughout the last six years of building an absolute empire for myself, for my team, um, allowing other people to see, like you said, behind the scenes, the struggles, the you know, the grind, like on my social media, I try and show, if you follow me on social media, you see seven nights a week, I am at sports. I am running from here, there and everywhere. My little guy, he's still only half day school. My older two are full day school now, but my youngest, he's in pre-K. He's only in school for a few hours a day five days a week. So that few hours that he's in school in the morning, I am very intentional in what I am doing with my time. I'm very intentional of working my business, getting my work done when he's at school. And when he's home in the afternoon, I am a mom. I'm a stay-at-home mom. That's where my passion is. You know, and just like I said, choose your heart. Everything in life is hard. Life is hard. You know, there's constantly Mm -hmm. going to be things thrown our way. Nothing is perfect. And if it is, you're not pushing yourself hard enough. You're not dreaming big enough. You're not pushing yourself hard enough. You're living a very comfortable life. And there is a lot more on the other side. And if that's, if that's, if you're content with that, that's fine too. But I know there are so many women that are either stay at home moms that want more or working moms that want to be with their families more. And so, 
allowing mm-hmm. people to see, especially in today's age, there are more options now than there ever has been. You can create an income through social media. It's a free platform, completely for mm-hmm. free. It's just realizing what are your strengths? What do you have to offer this world? And really executing on it. And, you know, like I said earlier, when I met my dear friend now, who was a stranger at that time, Jessica, not only was I open to meeting new people and, you know, having conversations and really being open to that, but I was open to new possibilities, new opportunities. Like so often people are so close-minded, so judgmental, so quick to say Mm -hmm. like, oh, that's, that's, I'm so skeptical of that. Be open-minded, you know, think outside of the box because that's where the magic happens. When you are open to new opportunities, when preparation and opportunity meet, that is what success is. You know, we have to live every day of our lives true to ourselves, who we want to be, what is our mission, what is our passion. But when you are prepped in that way, preparation, you know, I've lived my whole life as a high achiever, a high performing athlete, um, you know, and then when that type of preparation, I had no idea it was prepping me for what my life is now to become my own boss, to really get involved in an industry where you have to have the mentality of, I don't care how long this is going to take me, but I am never going to give up. I had no idea that my life leading up to now was prepping me. But when preparation and opportunity collide, if you're open to that opportunity, that's when success will happen. For those that are listening, how many of you right now are moving? Like you're just intensely listening and you're motivated. I hope this episode is bringing you that support. Maybe if you're listening, you don't have that support system. Maybe you don't have that friend that you can go to and say, hey, you know what? This is something I really want to do. Maybe you don't have that family or that partner that is surrounding you. But if you do, I feel that it's all about communication. Maybe your surrounding support system doesn't know that this is your dream. You haven't communicated that. I think that's the very first step is communicating, hey, It's okay to want more and I'm ready for more and I have this idea. It may work, it may not, but the fact that you're communicating with your support system is the number one step. You've made this dream hopefully a reality and now it's time to get your support system on board. There's no reason to be afraid of it. And if you are afraid, use this episode. Have them listen with you and say, you know what? It's okay. And just like Ashley said, Ashley did it. She's not the exception to the rule. So follow those that are guiding you. And like she said on social media, it's a free platform. Use it to your advantage. Find your strength. And like I said in the beginning and all the way through this, it is okay to desire and want more. There is no stopping point. There is no end to your dreams. And just go out and make them a reality. The first step is to try. Absolutely. And you know what? If you fail, if you fall down, you just get back up. Like, you know, we're constantly going to, you know, not come through with maybe, you know, we're going to miss the mark. We're going to miss goals. We're going to not hit, you know, things that we we hope to hit. And, you know, it happens to me all the time. But that doesn't mean you you don't you don't continue, you know, you just got to keep going because that's really what what creates your character. It builds you up. It makes you stronger. And, you know, if it were easy, everybody would be doing it. Right. So you Mm -hmm. have to be willing to do the hard things. And, you know, even even when I was starting off, it was it was no matter how much my husband supported me and he did. There were times that it was hard for us too. you know, he would work all day. I'd be home with the kids all day. He'd come home from work and I'd hop on work calls like I'd hop on calls and, you know, 
he'd have to pick up the slack with the kids. And, you know, it wasn't always easy. He was tired. That maybe not necessarily what he wanted to do when he got home from work, you know, but we knew that the vision was like so big. We knew our belief, the same thing when we started a car dealership, we had no idea if that was going to be successful. We just had to believe that it would be, and we had to be willing to do the hard work to get there. This was no different. He had no idea whether I was going to be successful with it or not, but we just had to believe that it was going to be successful and we had to be willing to do those hard things, even when there was friction, even when he had to do things that he didn't feel like doing. Because when he was building his business from the ground up, I did a lot of things that I didn't really feel like doing either. I was alone six days a week, 12 hour days by myself with young kids. It was lonely. It's not all rainbows and butterflies, you know, so you just got to be willing to do the hard things. And then one day you wake up and you're, you're absolutely living your dream life. So, you know, I, I remember when I dreamed of being where I am today and it seemed like so far away. It seemed like an uphill battle. It seemed like maybe the impossible, but I truly believed to my core that it would become my reality. But I remember when it was just a vision, you know? And so when I dream mm-hmm. of our future and, you know, what's to come, I, you know, I, I'm just so grounded in gratitude. I feel like if you're not grateful for where you are now, you're never going to get to where you want to go. So first and foremost, I'm so grateful to be where I am now because I remember dreaming of where I am now and never knowing if it would become my reality. So I'm so grateful for where I am now. But at the same time, I am so excited for what's to come. Mm -hmm. I thank you so much for coming on this episode. And I truly hope that there is just that one person that maybe this episode helped. Maybe you just need that little extra push. Maybe you need that little extra motivation. And just sometimes to have that complete stranger say through a phone, through a radio, through a computer, you can do this. I believe in you. Ashley believes in you. Just jump. Just give it a try and just jump because every person around you knows that you can do it. The first person that needs to understand that is you. A hundred percent. And honestly, if you don't have the belief in yourself, find a mentor, find somebody who believes in you more than you believe in yourself and borrow their belief until you have your own belief. Mm-hmm. I will put all of your social media information in the bio. Make sure you follow Ashley. She is so vulnerable, so personable, and so sweet. You're so endearing. And I love the posts that you make. It's not... What most of us see on social media, it's not, hey, I'm a female. This is what I'm doing. Look, it's look at what I'm doing and I want you to match. I want you to be as good as I am and I believe in you. And I think your posts are just incredible. You're showing this sense of accomplishment, but also this humbleness that not very many people on social media show anymore. So go give her a follow and make sure you are on the journey with her. And like I said, and she said, believe in yourself first. It's exactly where it's. Thank you so much. I appreciate that so much because I truly believe that In order to be successful in anything we do in life, the most important thing is to just be who we are. Just be you, you know, be authentic to yourself and who you are and, you know, where you're going and 
just drown out the noise. There's so much noise around us and we can try so hard to be all of these things that we're not because we see other people successful around us, but we are who we are and they are who they are. And success comes in so many different shapes and sizes and forms. And if you're going to find success in anything you do in life, the first step is just be you, be authentic to you. You have everything it takes inside of you to create the dream life that you always hoped to have. Thank you so much, Tabitha, for having me on. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming on. I feel like this is just one of the stepping stones. I'm sure we'll be speaking again. And hopefully the next time it'll be, I thought this was my end goal. And now here's the next one. And I have a feeling the next time we talk, it'll be, we got the house in the mountains. And now here's the next goal and the next step that we have I love together. That so much. I love cheering each other on. And honestly, collaboration over competition. That's what I live by. Absolutely. Thanks again for coming on. And for listeners, make sure you give her a follow, follow the career and guess what? Make sure that you make your own as well along the way. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Little Bit of Life. Don't forget to rate, review and follow on your favorite platform and interact with the podcast Facebook as well as on Instagram at littlecute1az. We'll see you next time.